first question is about Anapanasati uh, Bhavana uh, mm. practice. Um, he he said the Anapanasati uh, is not a progression smoothly. Mm. Uh, he likes to do Anapanasati, but uh, it's only rarely that he sort of gets the, into a sort of a uh, some sort of a samadhi, mm. and when he gets to a samadhi, he feels like he's floating in the air, mm. and he wants to know uh, whether this is fasadi and what, what this condition is. What's fasadi? Fasadi. Fasadi is like uh, um, it's, uh, it's, you know it in Pali, but it's difficult to explain. Oh. <laughs> the condition that like he feels like when he uh, really gets into Samadhi, but when he gets there, he just like he's floating around in the air. Mm-hmm. He goes to know what this condition means today, this passage you oh. oh. So, what the agent said, um, what, the, what that um, experience is, it, it's, it's, it's the mind and the body starting to become tranquil and starting to become light. If you're going to talk about it in like some sort of like a level of samadhi, you know, you sort of you're getting into sort of upajara samadhi at that point in time, where it's like you can stay calm for like half an hour to an hour, or whatever. So it's on the it's on it's on the it's on the like on the on the on the on the door on the on the doorstep to like the uh, the pomodan, which is the first the first jhana. So if you're going to talk about it in like a sense of what kind of samadhi, it's like it's like upajara samadhi, like neighboring. He finds it difficult to uh, stay in that state for a long time. Mm. He, he can only stay for like in a short time. Mm. So he uh, wants to like uh, what he can do to sort of prolong, make it longer. Yeah. It's simply a matter of time. Like it, it takes time. You have to keep practicing the same thing over and over. Um. <coughs> But what will happen is, is the more you practice, uh, the stronger your mind will become, the more this, uh, this, these experiences uh, come about and the longer the period of time will be. So, for example, now it's, uh, it's only maybe only just a little bit and you might just, for example, just get it in the morning. If you keep your, your practice continuous and keep doing it a lot, it'll get, you know, one, it'll get the, the period of time get longer. You might be able to start to do it in the evening as well. And so, basically, the more you practice and... The more you progress in the practice, the longer the period of time, and the um, the more often it will become. So, if for now the mind is still is in a like a, a smaller, weaker sort of state, you have to practice. You have to do a lot of practice to make it strong. Okay. Um, uh, he also finds that when uh, there's the anapanasati, um, his mind doesn't stick to the the arama, the, mm. the object. Mm. Um, he finds it uh, difficult to like, you know, uh, focus the mind, so mm. he wants advice on that as well. Okay, so the <coughs> to actually, uh, whatever, whatever the object is, is like the main, the main thing one has to have is, is sati, so it doesn't really matter if it's the breath or anything else like that, but you know. You know, the breath is, it's a really good object because it's, it's like, it's so, you say it's like middle ground, you know, anybody can really use it. So you should try to use that as your, as your, as your foundation, as your, um, as the thing that you always like try to use to, be, to make the mind calm because you know, eventually what's going to happen is like uh, the, the, the object that you're using, eventually if your mindfulness is good and, and the, the better, the, 
the more your samadhi improves, in, it's actually going to let that object go anyway. It'll start to, and this is when the mind will start to become calm, you know, it starts to let things go, it starts to let the thoughts go more. There's only like a little bit of thoughts there, um, they will come in maybe just a little bit, but they become less and less. The mind starts to let these things go, and, it, um, and as it starts to let the, the mental objects go, it starts, to, it starts to let the actual meditation object go. So at the start, you're obviously, yes, you're just watching the breath come in, you're watching the breath go out, but eventually, it just gets to that point where it lets it go, and there's that state of knowing there, and this is the point where you, know, you start to get these different kinds of experiences, maybe the, uh, the, the body feels like it's disappeared, or it's... Um, you know, the floating around or whatever, all these different kinds of experiences. So, so the the main thing is is like the object isn't the important thing. Is the the, the 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 continuous focus on that on that object. That's that's the main thing. And this is just something that you have to practice on more and more for it to get better. We have another question. Mm-hmm. We have to ask question now to uh, get rid of the answer. Uh, uh, what sort of meditation techniques should we use? So he was know how to like the meditation techniques to you can go to get it You're gonna have to write this down. <laughs> you don't want to mess this up. <laughs> so, so you know. Yeah, yeah. You, you, for this, you really have to, you know, start from, you know, really start from the start and start. Uh, um, it goes through like a process with these kinds of things. So you've got your, you know, gamma asawa, power asawa, awika asawa. You got these, you got these four, you got these four asawas. But in reality, what they all come under avijja. They all come, un- they all come from avijja. Avijja is like the 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 head of them. This is this is the main problem that we're, that we're faced with. And you know, avijja is obviously. It's delusion, so it's deluding you about the rest, of all these other kind of asavas. You know, at the start, what what we really need to focus on is like the, the karma asava, which is um, we really need to try to get rid of the kilesas, uh, 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 the the, the kilesas that we have towards like like uh, the karma. Um, and so that means is like you know getting rid of uh, uh, attraction and aversion for not only your own body but for other bodies, any other you know any other kinds of bodies, any other forms that you you know that you see. Um, and the way you do that is by doing the, the things that we've been talking about. You know you you practice your anapanasati, you make the mind calm, and then when you've made the mind calm, you move in and you start to you know, investigate the body. You do like the 32 parts and all these kinds of things. When when you're skilled at doing the 32 parts, the, then the body might start to break away into elements. Um, and the more, the stronger your mind becomes at this point in time, and the stronger you can see through the body, um, the more power the mind has. And when you start to investigate these elements as as anicca dukkha anatta, 
this is this is where you really start to cut through and you really start to get rid of this this, this karma asawa. Um, and basically, you, you're getting rid of these uh, you're getting rid of this karma asawa like a little bit at a time. So, and what happens is when the mind becomes very strong and, and really makes a decisive cut. This is this is the point where one um, becomes a soda punter and cuts a lot of those of those. Cuts a lot of that that um, the kilesas out re- in regarding to, to karma. So you you cut some out there, and so then the mind is strong. It's 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 moving along on automatic. It's it's um, it knows what to do. You cut more of this karma asawa out, and then the mind moves into into sakadagami. And you know at this point the practice is becoming very you know the practice is very strong, very um, firm at this point, and so now. Any sort of karma, any sort of karma raga, or anything like that, or any sort of um, delusion about the body, it, at, at the po- this point, it, it'll get cut right through. And this is the point where one becomes an, an anagami, and there's no more, there's no more um, uh, karma asawas there at that point in time. Karma asawas there at that point in time, and this is this is where that gets that the karma asawa gets cut off. But then what happens after that is then it moves into you know then what you're left with this is why you need to write this down and then what you're left with after this is, is to deal with the mind and the other and the other three um, the power asavas and and the avita asavas you know you have to start to look through these because at this point this is where the mind is very very still very very calm. Um, it's you know it can be like in the in the jhanas and be going um, the you know, rupa jhanas and all these kinds of things. So at this point in time, this is where like things like like mana aditi aditi is it's um, it's sort of hiding in the mind at this point in time, and avijja is hiding, and the rupa jhanas is very quiet. So you, this is this is the point where you have to start to, to cut through these. But at this time, the mind is so powerful. Uh, you know, there's there's mindfulness and there's samadhi at all times, um, and this mindfulness and samadhi is always investigating and looking at at, at what you know, what these what the um, uh, what the experience of this arupa jhana is like, um, what the mana is when it's coming up, um, uh, and it, at, at this point in time you start to see through these uh, uh, formless. That's, that's what the word I'm looking for. Like these formless, these formless things, you start to understand them. You you see through, you know, the the, the formless, you know, the, anything in the in the in the form realm. You've seen through everything in the form realm, and now you're starting to see through everything in the formless realm, the formless things of the mind. But even though the mind is becoming more and more uh, uh, refined, it's still it's there's at this point there's only like a brightness in the mind. It's just bright, pure brightness, pure radiance, and it, and it seems like it's pure at this point in time. But in reality, what's happening is, is you know, the mind is still attaching to that brightness as a self. And when, then, because this this brightness, this this uh, feeling of attaching to the self, this is what a vidya is. And so once one can see through that, that's when you cut off all the four asavas. And so it really, it really, it boils down to is like, 
um, what he said at the start there, the, the, the main problem is the vidya, but you know, um, at the start, the start, it, you know, it's, it, it starts with the body. So we have attachment to the body, and that's so that's that's a vidya towards the body. Um, and we attach, you know, but on the other side of it, we're attached to the mind as well. So that's the vidya of attaching to the mind. In reality, you know, anything in the world, whether it's the the physical world or the immaterial world. We're attached to these things, and the, and the cause of this is the vidya. So, you know, I, the the first step is that you're you're deluded by the what do they call it in English, uh, dharma pulp, which is the uh, the form the, the world of forms. Uh, you're deluded by this, so you really need to do these kinds of things, like investigating a suba, getting through the body these kinds of things to be able to, to destroy that and using your using your sila samadhi panya to to be able to destroy that this is this is what's going to get you beyond the the, the, the gamma pulp. Um, and then you know from there after you've after you've gotten rid of uh, the delusion for forms then it moves into these formless kinds of things like the formless jhanas all these kinds of Things there's still delu- and there's you know from at that level there's delusion there the avijja is still um, controlling you there so once once you can get rid of those these these um, delusions for formless things you know, in the end all that's left is avijja uh, and so this is this is what you really have to you know th- this is the end this is this is the thing that the last thing that you have to do this is what you destroy at the end and then when you when you break through this and you uh, you break through this, uh, break through a vidya. This is where the mind becomes it's, it's completely pure at this point in time. But at this point as well, there's no one there left to be pure anymore. It's just purity. You know, so that's that's the whole that's the whole thing. But you know, you have to start at the start. You know, what you need to do at the start is to learn to make the mind peaceful. And then uh, going in investigating the body, and by doing this, this is this is what will put you on put you on the path to be getting rid of the all four all the four others. Okay, Makai, You know, you you know. You'll, that's when you'll really start to understand the, the the four foundations of mindfulness. If you can get through, um, if you can understand the body, just seeing the body as the body, um, not itself, and there's no one, there's no one, uh, there's no self in it. You you once you get through that, this is this is the point where you really start to understand the, the satipatthana, the, the four satipatthana. You must know whether it's pure mind, nilod, or correct. Chitti bodies are being to nilod now. It's the object that's free of all defilements or healings and it's pure, pure purity. He's very thankful for that. Uh, question one, but I have a question. Can I ask? Yeah. Um, 
you see the same, you know, that, uh, that sort of uh, one gets into like, you know, in early, early forms of sort of uh, uh, deep uh, meditation bhakti. Uh, that's what I want to know, like, you know, at each level, like, for example, like, if one goes to deep level of Niroda, but not, not really getting to the, uh, uh, the complete sort of, you know, uh, advanced level. Like, 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 a, like a sort of Samadhi Niroda. Uh, no, not Samadhi. Like uh, the at early stages, like you know, uh, sort of yes, so, uh, so tapan, no, mm-hmm. the same thing, it's the same, you know, it's something mm-hmm. else. It's, it's the same, it's the same, but it's not, it's not like the full purity, it's not the full, the full brightness of the fuel, of the full purity. He compares it to like, you're going to make a comparison to it, it's, it's the same thing, it's like the moon, you know, the moon on the, on the, you know, on the, on the 8th and the 14th and the 15th. Day of, um, on the on the new moon or whatever, it's like um, it goes through different levels of brightness. It's still the moon, but it's you know, it's, it's only when it, it becomes like you know the the full the full moon. That's when it becomes like totally bright. So it's the same moon, just a, it's just it's not completely bright yet. It's like a so <coughs> so a of They you know they they see basically they see nibbana and they understand nibbana and they've got like a taste in Nibbana, a taste in Niroda. But they understand that it's it's not all the way there yet, but they, it's sort of like when when the mind gets to that point when instinctive, instinctively knows what to do to make the mind totally pure. So they'll, they'll, they'll just, the mind will just like go along and all automatic until, until it reaches that full point of purity. But at the start, it's, it's, it, you know, it's just like a, you don't see it fully and it, it's full, complete clarity, but they still see it. Pantupadana Sangha, the, mm. uh, the mm. mental objects that come into his mind. Uh, uh, he's asking whether he should continue this or whether he should do something else. Um, mm. mm-hmm. <coughs> okay, so the main, the main thing in, in practicing Chitang uh, Pasana or whatever is one's one's um, mindfulness really really has to be has to be very very firm to um, to, to see at this point when the five khandas arise when when uh, you know a feeling arises Vedanathanya Sangharanya uh, when they when these things uh, and, uh, and the body when these arise um, if, the, if, the, if the mindfulness is firm, you'll be able to see these as they arise and as they pass away. And you, you, the mindfulness is, it will be very strong at that point and knows it can keep up with them and, 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 see, and see this process of arising and passing away. Uh, when, the mindfulness, when one's mindfulness is strong like this, we'll be able to see uh, uh, the different uh, uh, negative emotions in the mind of greed, hatred and delusion and see how, and see how greed, hatred and delusion arises and passes away. You know, and this is this is when the when mindfulness is very very good and the mind very strong. And what happens is, is if one keeps looking at the mind like this, and when mindfulness is good, eventually the mind will drop into a very very uh, you know a deep state of calm. 
but you know, you really have to you really have to uh, see where your own practice is, and and to and to really look at at greed, hatred, and delusion, and and what you know on the course level, what is what is the cause of greed, hatred, and delusion, and the cause of greed, hatred, and delusion is is uh, attaching to rupa, attaching the forms. So, for example, you know, uh, for hatred to arise, it's like you know, we see a form. Uh, we see a form, we don't like that form, and that that um, those those emotions of, of of agitation and hatred start to arise in the mind. And at that point in time, it's it's this is this is a very very quick process that happens, sort of thing. And once once the the eye sees the form, one starts to uh, experience this liking. That's when the mind starts to proliferate and starts to get lost in the the thoughts of, of anger at that point in time. At that point in time, to be able to watch the mind and to watch it uh, arise and pass away and not to attach to it, that's, that's, that's a hard thing to do if the, if, the mind, if the mind really isn't actually very strong. So, so what you really, really need to do at this point in time, if, if you realise that you can't keep up with the mind, um, it's, uh, what your contemplation is doing is not leading to calm. What you need to do, and you really do need to go back and look at a coarser thing like the body, and look at the forms. It's, you know, the, he gives the example. It's, it's like a car. If you have a car with like five gears, um, at the start you put it in one, and the car's going along good. It's fine. Got to two, three, four, five, and if it's, and if the car's uh, uh, going along well, and the roads the road's okay. You can you can drive along in fifth gear and you can get to where you're going as, as fast as possible. But if you you know if if your car doesn't have that you know, kind of strength or the road's not right, um, you have to drop you have to drop back a gear and you have to maybe go in the first or second again. So it's the same with the mind. If if your mind isn't at that level where you can go on you know, like speed away in fifth gear, you know you have to drop back a gear and to um, to, to look back at the body. The agent, the agent himself, he thought this a lot when he was a younger monk as well. He, um, when his mind started to become very, very calm, he actually asked, this is the one thing he relates a lot, he asked the agent Chara about this, he said, you know, can I just, I understood from the, from the books or whatever, it's like when the mind's calm, uh, you investigate the mind and that's you, you just, like, you can, uh, break through and see the Dharma from there. There's all these, um, Stories in the time of the Buddha where that happened, sort of thing. And, and as in Chad said, you know, it's your mind really has to be at a very, very strong point to do that. So you, you really should go back and look in, look at the body first, because if if you can get through the body, the process will, the process to enlightenment will actually be a lot quicker.
Now actually, now this, uh, then now I can uh, quite easily get into one poisonous uh, mm. meditation mm. in samadhi meditation. Mm. Uh, I can get uh, quite easily into one poisonous mm. uh, open uh, mm. within 10-15 minutes. Mm. Uh, but uh, uh, only two three times per week, mm. I can get into uh, quite solid state, solid mm. uh, calmness. Mm. And and that time, like uh, uh, very, uh, it is bright mm. in mind, and even I cannot sleep at night. Mm. It's like a bulb flashing, mm. and many times I wake up and like that. Mm. And uh, when that happens, uh, it is very calm in the daytime also. Mm. I don't have sleep, uh, it is not very troublesome. Mm. And but uh, it is only uh, rarely, focused rarely, like one or two times per week. Mm. Uh, because now uh, when I am uh, increasing the, reducing the time between the meditation, mm. so uh, I cannot get that deep level. Mm. Like it comes to like uh, like when I have good sleep and like mm-hmm. three hours rest mm-hmm. and uh, not having uh, low voice yeah. and like that. Yeah. If I am having such good condition, mm. I can get into quite solid state of mm. one point. Mm. So, now, I want to do meditation frequently in mm. but doing that, I cannot get into a deep state. No, so I think, yeah, yeah. What should I do? Mm. You know, sometimes, sometimes we get a little bit overzealous with these kinds of things. We want it too much, mm-hmm. and so you practice more and you practice uh, wanting to get it. But, you know, at other times, it's like you, you're wanting it sort of, you know, you're sort of, you're really intent, you really intend to do this, so that's, this is why um, these these karma states, they arise. Um, so, but you really have to, this kind of, this this kind of um, zealousness for it to, to come up, this is a good thing, but you also, you don't, uh, you have to practice without wanting to get results. Um, you have to practice by, you know, by not attaching to the results and, and what's going to happen to it. You you don't try not to want for these things too much. You know, just put in the right causes and the right conditions, and and then the, these 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 states will arise by themselves. Um, and when this does arise, this is you know for, you know for yourself, this is like the this is like the calm of samadhi. But you know, don't just don't just take this samadhi as the goal. Um, this is just another tool, another part of the practice. You have to take this calm mind, this samadhi, and you have to take that and use that to investigate the body. Um, and when you can do this, this is when the practice will really start to, to, to gain good results.